People can take everything away from you, but they can never take away your truth. But the question is, can you handle mine? <sighs> Being a celebrity is exhausting sometimes. that I may be the voice of my generation. I say important you say too much boring Welcome to a new episode of We Might Be Overthinking This But, the podcast where we dissect this week's headlines and give you our in-depth and unsolicited opinions. I'm your host, Aliyah Rahim. And I'm your other host, Dara Rahim. Welcome back. You, we've got a great episode because you have been just... Full on diving in. It's you as dive. if you were at the Met Gala. <laughs> I, I snuck backstage. But let, we're jumping ahead. Let us just yeah. Let's, let's first get in. to the agenda. Yeah, we've got you know some celebrities are fighting. We have to address that. We have to. We have to air out all the grievances. Um, Rose McGowan is speaking out against Natalie Portman about two and a half years ago, and Natalie Portman oh is my just God. getting is around. It? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> to addressing it well here let's explain okay yeah so rose mcgowan is pissed off at natalie portman for a dress that she wore to the 2020 oscars she wore a black and gold like dior cape and at the bottom of the cape she had like the names embroidered of a bunch of women directors females Female. who had been snubbed by the oscars was, this, yeah. and this was like peak like me too times yes. up Women was, at the table. Yeah. Blah, 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 blah. Everyone gets a seat. Everyone gets yeah. a plate. Yeah. Everyone gets everything. Everyone gets to eat. Yeah. I'm not eating. Everyone else gets Everyone to eat. Everyone else gets to eat. Yeah. So Rose McGowan was really pissed off by it because she felt like it was really performative of Natalie Portman because prior to that, Natalie Portman has been in the industry for like two decades, I has mean, her own since production company. She was practically. Company spit out the womb and landed on steven spielberg's like front uh, i don't know i just came up with that one on the top of the dome okay she's been in the industry a long she time she has like a production company and she's only worked with one female director to date right so rose mcgowan was like basically rose mcgowan at the time two and a half years ago called her out okay honestly i'm not entirely oh, okay. clear i know i think it is i think that makes sense okay but to be fair the new york post writing could just be a little bit clearer new york so, post are you listening i think it makes more sense that rose mcgowan was addressing this at the time of the yes. oscars but she said, I find Portman's type of activism deeply offensive to those of us who are actually who actually do the work. I'm not writing this out of bitterness. I'm writing out of disgust. I want I just want her and other actresses to walk the walk, which is like, OK, fair. fair. Yeah, I think it's totally fair. Like Natalie Portman has been in the industry for long enough and has had power for long enough. I'm not saying she has as much power as men. I get that even though she's incredibly famous, that like sexism is still real and especially real in Hollywood. Yeah. But she owns her own production company. So if having female directors were that important to you and not just a trend that you wanted to hop on for your brand, you would be able to show proof of yeah. what you've done to change the industry. At the very least, there would be a paper trail of you speaking out yeah about the inequality and inequity yeah. in hollywood and gender and race and all other but, host of issues but we've never really heard that from you no but when it became very like on brand yeah. to do that kind of performative and, feminism mm -hmm. then you took part in like war on a dress which is like literally performative literally textbook and like honestly like is what? the problem not enough women directors? <laughs> I like, mean, I'm looking no, at some I think of the fair, names. No, I think it is a big part of the problem. Okay. Just because, like, I'm looking at some of the names of the women on the yeah. cape, and I'm like, like, one of the women was like, I mean, Greta Gerwig, like, she's great. Little Women, we didn't need another Little Woman. The one with Claire James is... Greta Gerwig uh -huh. can eat forever for Frances Ha and Lady Bird. I agree. 
However, I don't think Little Women was that good. We didn't need another That's one. That's not even what she was snubbed for. Yes, yeah. it was. Oh, it was. Mm-hmm. Well, whatever. But like, lots of men get nominated for mediocre craps too. That's true. But like, I I actually do think that like female directors are a big part of it. No, I know because it's like a like women should know that if they want to be in like they have other options besides just acting yeah which has a pretty short shelf life for especially for women yeah and you have a lot more power in overall as a director or a producer yeah that's just what angelina was talking about exactly last week. yeah that is where the, all the real power is you yeah. might have more so of fame course, as an yeah. actor but like real power and to change things and to get movies that are like that you want done as comes from being a that actually shifts the cultural narrative. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. And also what we talk about with like, well, like whose story are you being told? Even when it's a, a story about women, if it's told from a male's perspective, which so often it is, it's like, what's the point? Like, you know when a man directs a movie. Yeah. Even if it's about women. Well, actually. No, men can't do it and they can't do it well. Well, I would just say that like, as I'm men. seeing more women like direct film, I'm noticing that like there isn't the shift in like patriarchal male gaze that like I would expect and from all women directors. Like I was just yeah. watching that Hugh Jackman movie, the new one that's on HBO Max. I can't think of the name off the top of right. my head, but it's with Thandi Newton in like 10 minutes in. I was like, oh, my God, this movie is like right, definitely right, right, written right, right, by right. a man. And then I had the second thought or it's written by a woman who's hangs out with a lot of men right like as a as writer out it, and it was yeah a woman who's married to christopher nolan's brother yeah. and is a co-creator on westworld so yeah. it's like yeah her like but that's sort of part of the problem you know that kind of like, like come to the table to just do exactly. the same male bullshit right and that's like does happen because so few women get the opportunity to direct i think there's a pressure to like okay well i can't break the mold like mm-hmm. i can't switch it up i have to do just like what a man would do and like yeah that's why i don't think it's a coincidence like that the first female director to win an oscar was Catherine bigelow for zero dark 30 right that is a good movie though it is a good movie but it's military propaganda right, yeah, like I it's know. so like i mean like of course that's what they awarded a woman right for, like. exactly great point great point yeah so it's just like yeah okay but read natalie portman's statement oh okay so Natalie is addressing this after sitting it with it for some time. Sure. She was Two reminded of, years, of it again. Which is just how important Rose McGowan is to her. Yes. So she said, I agree with Miss McGowan that it is an inaccurate to call me brave for wearing a garment with women's names on it. Brave is a term I more strongly associate with actions like those of the women who have been testifying against Harvey Weinstein the last few weeks under incredible pressure. The past few years have seen a blossoming of directors of directing opportunities for women due to the collective efforts of many people who have been calling out the system. The gift has been the incredible films. I hope that was what was intent. I hope that what was intended as a simple nod to them does not distract from their great achievements. It is true. I've only made a few films with women. In my long career, I've only gotten the chance to work with female directors a few times. I've made shorts, commercials, music videos, and features. And then she names a bunch of women. Unfortunately, the unmade films I have tried to make are ghost history. So I want to say I have tried and I will keep trying. While I have not yet been successful, I am hopeful that we are stepping into a new day. Bullshit, 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 bullshit. Like, you can't just be like, oh, I tried. I did make a short with the woman. I made a music video. Like, come on. You were in Star Wars. I'm not saying Star Wars should have been the movie, but maybe it should have. But, like... I yeah. just think that that's like you can't get a movie ma- made. Natalie Portman can't get a movie made with the director she wants. 
I mean, is Hollywood, like, am I naive? Is Hollywood that bad? Like, I mean, it could be, but I think it's more just like, it can't just be lip service though. Exactly. Like you have to be speaking out about this like all the time. Like just wearing like names on addresses. It's like such passive aggressive, like do nothing bullshit. It's like, you can't just do that and then be silent the other yeah. 364 days of the year. Right. And, and it's I think also, Rose McGowan's right about that. And yeah, of course, I don't know what she's like in these conversations, but it's like, I mean, like, put your, like, like to really walk, like, where she's at in her career, to really walk the walk, talk the talk, it's like, why don't you get offered a movie and say, you know what, I would love to do this movie. I want there to be a female director. If there's not, here's a list of women that I think would be great for this uh, movie. If it doesn't work out, if you pick a man, I walk. Mm-hmm. It's actually that easy. And if that you walk and they go with someone else and then, then you know where their heart lies and yeah. where they're, what they're uh, interested in doing. Yeah. But I, maybe she's doing that. I feel like if she would, if she was, she would have listed that and heard a long list of accomplishments with working with women. But she's not because she's just taking roles that she wants to take. And she's actually not concerned with who's behind the camera and if there's an amount of diversity, both racially and with gender and sexuality. She doesn't care. It's just all lip service. It's all just to wear a dress at a party, which a lot of people and we'll get to later think is activism. Yeah. Oh, my Lord. Okay. All right. Moving on. Moving on. Okay. Nicki Minaj, this should come as a surprise to no one. No one. Okay, so Nicki Minaj is not vaccinated. But she's open to it, folks. She just got to do some more research. I honestly, this should be a surprise to no one who's really followed Nicki's career. This is actually really on brand for her. I hope that we are not getting our COVID vaccine advice from Nicki Minaj. I hope not. But she did tweet that she didn't go to the Met Gala because, of course, she was invited. But she didn't want to attend because there was a stipulation that you had to be vaccinated. Good. And she said that the Met Gala wasn't going to make her get vaccinated. That that wasn't going to be the reason why. Fair enough, mate. Fair enough. Of course. (laughs) The Met Gala should not be the reason why you get vaccinated. But that's beside the point. Because you should have already been vaccinated. Yeah. But she's not. And she says she uh, is going to do the reason. Research. Sure. CDC wasn't good enough for her. And in the interim, she wants her fans to still wear masks. She told them to wear masks and not the loose ones to wear the ones that hang tight on your ear. So I just like don't want to like over inflate what she was saying. It wasn't great about COVID, but it wasn't also the worst. And she did say she uh, was going to get it eventually, probably, probably because because she had to go on tour and she had to get vaccinated if she wants to go on tour. Right. So it seems like so eventually something is going to force you besides your own just desire to get vaccinated. So who cares if it's the Met Gala or your tour? Just let her live. That's just her decision, whatever. Drake did also tell her to get the vaccine. Yes, Drake is vaccinated, but he said he caught it even when he was vaccinated, yes. which we all know is bound to happen yeah. in a few cases. But he said he was fine from it and blah, blah, blah. So still not that bad. But this is where we always take, like, this is why, like, I believe someone needs to just take Nikki's Twitter away from her. Yeah. She's, like, so bad on Twitter, but she so loves bad. interacting with her fans on Twitter so much but it yeah. always ends in disaster always so this is when things go left and it starts to get weird she says my cousin in trinidad won't get the vaccine because his friend got it and became impotent his testicles became swollen his friend was weeks away from getting married now the girl called off the wedding so just pray on it and make sure you're comfortable with your decision not bullied no, oh, no. why do you have to tell us that weird story Honey, that's not true it didn't not. happen she it didn't happen that woman left him for a multitude of other reasons i don't even know if any of the anecdote is true none yeah, of that happened none that's of that so happened. crazy um, but it's like kind of becoming like a bigger story, yeah. Because like Joy Reid like spoke on it. Well, of course, Joy did. And then like Nikki responded. Okay, so like oh, Joy- Nikki responded. No, to Joy? Nikki responded. Oh, Nikki responded. What yeah. she say? What she say? So Joy Reid was just like made some commentary on her show about like I really think like Nicki Minaj could. Use I'll her- play it. You don't even have to recap. Okay. It. 
And people like Nicki Minaj, I have to say this. You have a platform, sister, that is 22 million followers. Okay, I have 2 million followers. You have 22 million followers on Twitter. For you to use your platform to encourage our community to not protect themselves and save their lives, my God, sister, you could do better than that. You got that platform. It's, it's a blessing. It's a blessing that you got that, that people listen to you. And they listen to you more than they listen to me. For you to use your platform to put people in the position of dying from a disease they don't have to die from, oh, my God. As a fan, as a hip-hop fan, as somebody who was your fan, I'm so sad that you did that. So sad that you did that, sister. Oh, my God. So then Nikki responds, this is what happens when you're so thirsty to down another black woman. Oh. By the request of the white man. <gasps> that you didn't even bother to read all my tweets. Ooh. My God, my God, sister, do better. Imagine getting your dumbass on TV <gasps> a minute after a tweet to spread a false narrative about a black woman. She said, "Okay, okay, she spoke on it." She said, "A lying homophobic." See you next Tuesday. I guess I can. She called her that. Uh -huh. She called her a seat. Oh my God. I mean, I'm 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 reading from an article with the C dash N. Yes, yes, yes. Uh huh. I guess I can join the reindeer games too, right? People can go on TV and lie on me. I can report on them too, right? Smiling face doesn't have to be true. So it can be half truths. Uncle, uh-uh, she ain't not call her Uncle Tamina. Oh, oh. Tamina? oh my God. No, she uh, didn't. Uh, asked who on earth who would trust the U.S. FDA guys. Okay. See, oh she didn't have to do all that. Oh my God, she went in. Okay. Um... That's why they say don't fuck with the barbs. Don't. I mean, honestly, Nikki said don't I'm come for not me. Gonna lie. for you. I feel like there is an intern at MSNBC who should have told Joy Reid, like, you should maybe just like leave that one alone. Yeah. Because she's crazy. I mean, did Joy Reid just do it so she could repeatedly say sis and sis? Yeah, I know. Like, God, so, so like cringe. condescending. It's like, like I it's get like, it, again. but like, you know what, like. Just don't. Yeah. Just don't. This is what we're talking about. Not everything has to be addressed well, on national television. This is what we're talking about when it comes, I think, specifically to, like, MSNBC, all the cable news. I mean, all the news channels. Like, that's not news you should be reporting on. Like, are you not a Agreed. serious journalist? Agreed. Like, there's a lot going on. That's what we report. That I don't know. Exactly. That's what the pod's for. Seriously. We might be overthinking this, but have you heard of it? Subscribe. What we're doing right now? Yeah. Great review. Yeah. Yeah. You on MSNBC should not be talking about Nicki Minaj. Yeah. Should not be talking about a tweet that were exactly a tweets tweet. from Nicki Minaj. Don't do that. Yeah. Like she's not a real journalist. It's like, yeah, this is what, what happens when you put celebrities because on TV. Because you have an hour of television to dispel any COVID mistruths. So just do that. Exactly. So just do that. You spreading the tweets and the information, what right. she's saying. I yeah. mean, if you really want to talk about spreading information, if you really, if you're being serious about the way information is spread, I think it's counterproductive exactly. to then go Agreed. on news. And yeah. Agreed. So it's like you could literally shift the focus. Right. I understand you're talking about, oh, your platform's not as big as hers. Well, your platform's not as big as a lot of people's. Yeah. Like, and so what? What's the point of that? Right. Yeah. It's just like, or did you do this really so because no one watched your show, but you knew this would be a viral mm. clip and that Nikki would respond because that's what Nikki does and that's what Nikki's going to do. And she tore you to shreds. Yeah. And read you for filth. Was it worth it? Was it, was it worth it? Did you get the guy? Did you get the job? No. You no. didn't. So just stay in your lane. Just stay in your that's lane. That's literally the That's actually a great advice for her just yeah. stay in your lane yeah that was not her lane okay now how did your life change did you did you get the guy did you get the job is your house any bigger did did money just magically you know get put in your pocket what positive happened in your life after you just tore that woman down Wow. Other than you've just put out all this negativity in the world and this woman whose power you want to take away, you've actually just empowered her um, by speaking of her uh, for the hour that you were. Um, but you gain nothing. You look like a hater. Now 
It's time to talk about it. It's finally here. Okay. The oh my first god. First Monday in May. I mean, the second Monday in September. <laughs> it's here. The annual Met Gala. Thank God. Last year without it, I was so torn up. Did it live up to the hype? No. Exactly. No. I feel like the absence of the 2020 Met Gala made it like the lore around the Met Gala grow. And then yeah. we saw it and that we realized that it's actually just a party. Honestly, the VMAs on steroids. Yeah. And then it's not that deep. Uh, VMAs is like maybe a slightly bu- bigger budget. I don't actually I don't even know about that. I don't know about bigger budget, but I would just say like, I would say on steroids. Yeah. 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 Fair. I would say like the other A-listers that come would make it on steroids. Yeah. Yeah. Like. But people were obsessed with this thing. Like who's going to be there? Who shouldn't be there? Who's. Yeah, exactly. What's the theme? First of all, what was but, the theme? Okay. We're going to get into that, but what we want to explain to everyone is like, what even is the Met Gala? Because I feel like this is something that has been thrust into the lexicon so ubiquitously now, but it's been something that's been going on since the 40s. And it's only, I'd say, in the past decade and a half become so relevant that like... Like in the mainstream. Yeah. I think a lot of that has to do with Sarah Jessica Parker. Yeah. Um, I think the second wave of that would have to probably do with the Jenner Kardashian clan. Yeah. But it's like, what even is the Met Gala? And I'm here to explain it for you. She's going to break it all the way down. Okay. So the Met Gala, a.k.a. the Metropolitan Museum of Arts Costume Institute Gala, it serves as the opening night for the fashion exhibit that is put on by the Fashion Institute um, of the Met Museum. If you follow that. Right. No. Back up. One more say one more time. Okay. So the Met Gala. Yeah. Is, which is also the Metropolitan Museum of Arts Costume Institute Gala. Okay. Okay. And that serves as the opening night for the fashion exhibits that the Met Costume oh, okay. Institute puts on. Right. 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 And right. it's typically the opening night is the first Monday in May. Okay. Yes. So... The gala serves as the opening night for the fashion exhibit, as well as the fundraiser for the Costume Institute's budget. No fundraiser. The Met Gala is oh a fundraiser. At, at the end of everything, it's yeah. a fundraiser. Okay. Because the Costume Institute is the only department within the Met that has to self-finance. Okay. When it became a department, like the old guards at the museum weren't sold that fashion was really oh, art okay. and really was something that taxpayers needed to be paying for so they were like you can have this little costume institute but it has to be self-funded you can't get any so that's so they literally live and die off this oh my god that's why it's such a big deal so that's why it's such a big deal so like when they get basically their whole year's funding from this one party yes can you imagine what we would could do if they were funding like homelessness or something i know but they're not so every year there's a theme to the Met Gala that corresponds to the what the exhibit is being shown. Okay. So like the year in 2019 when it was camp, it was like the exhibits in the museum were all had to do with camp. Okay, cool. And the uh, year before that, when the theme of the Met Gala was Sunday Best, it was because the exhibit in the museum was going to be all about Catholic and Christian iconography uh-huh. in fashion. Interesting. Okay. So great. So yes, this year you want to know what the theme is. It's American independence. Oh my God. So the director of the Met says that I'm looking at the past through this lens. We can consider the (laughs) aesthetic and cultural impact of fashion on historical aspects of American life. Sure. Like American life or American independence. Both of it. All of it. Okay. So, who gets to go to the Met Gala has become a point of contention over the past few years. And like, yeah, this is what like you and I have been talking about. Like the Met Gala has always been presumed to be like the gold standard. Yeah. Or coveted tickets. Exclusive fashion. So that the idea that now influencers were going to be taking over the red carpet. Yeah. Like a lot of people like on like alert of like, yeah. Yeah. Like, there's a new definition of celebrity. There's always been. Always new. will be. There's especially a- with like 
social media changing like and TikTok, like how people get famous is just so different than it was 20 even 10 years ago like Mm -hmm. you're it's it may not be for you it may not be content that's made for you but yeah but like just what it is looking it up like we found out like from like the Met Gala 20 years ago right 3LW was there oh my god Nikki Hilton Jessica Simpson yeah what you're for that Carmen Electra like no like seriously how did like 3LW no I know no like I, Anna Wintour approve that I bet you whatever record label they were on bought right, tables right because oh good the yeah whole thing totally. is that like you buy you buy your way into this right you buy so like, but you also have to be approved it's a whole crazy thing yeah because anna wintour oh, oh, oh sorry that's guys our chicken. Uh, that's our chicken one sec another question i had was why is vogue synonymous with the met gala right i like literally thought that like anna wintour started it <laughs> i know yeah. i mean that's not a crazy assumption yeah but she didn't it was started in the 40s but the partnership between the Met and Vogue actually began with Anna Wintour's predecessor, mm. Diane Veerlin, mm-hmm. who became a consultant for the Costume Institute after she left Vogue in 72. Okay. So, and it was Veerlin who decided that the Met Gala not only needed just like rich socialites and like fashion people, it needed celebrities. Right. To really so from the, up- like basically from the very start, like it always needed celebrities. Well, it wasn't from the very start. I said basically. Again. Um, nope, 30 years into it, but basically from the time start, is <laughs> contract. time is not real, but it was honestly Anna Wintour in 95 when she took over that like made it like red uh-huh. carpet Okay, and like even though the pictures I saw from 2001 look kind of like busted. I don't even, I saw a I didn't lot even of gre- see a carpet. I saw, I saw a lot saw... of grease stained sidewalks. Oh God. That's what I saw. I didn't yeah. see, I didn't see when my Gaga walks out. No, 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 I didn't no. see like the stairs, the red stairs. The red stairs that, that uh, so, Jason Derulo fell down. Yeah. It must've taken a little while to get to that point. But the thing is, is that like what we're saying about like buying it in, the tickets yeah. are 35,000 dollars per person oh my god and like tickets aren't even really bought like that they're bought like by table uh-huh. and like the tables run from like 200 to and like big companies buy these tables mm-hmm. like like this year like facebook and instagram were a yep. apple buys tables apple buys tables like record labels probably do buy tables yeah, yeah et cetera, et cetera. so the list this year wasn't like too crazy yeah like Addison Ray was there, but like also like Jackie and I was there. Who's like a makeup YouTuber who I love. Uh-huh. She's a black woman. She was uh-huh. there and she like killed it. She dressed up like a black Barbie, which is like very That's American cute. political yes. right now. Very, but very also cute for like an influencer yeah, to do. Yeah. Since that was such like a TikTok like black political Barbie. like yes. thing going yeah, on for her smart. to really kind of hit the head on what the kids are thinking yeah. about. That's she, a great way to. Yeah. yeah, totally. Like she's smart. Yeah. Like. She like did it. Yeah. Um. Uh, there. Were, who else was there? One of the D'Amelio girls yeah. were there. I don't Trixie, get them. Charlie. Yeah. Oh, Trixie, Trixie, Trixie. Um. And then yeah, Kim was there. Kim's like not even like an influencer now at this point. Like it's not weird for Kim yeah. to be there. Kendall. Kendall. Gigi. Kylie couldn't come because Kylie cannot be. Like, She's pregnant? Yeah. Yeah. Because, like, the Met Gala is, like, awful. Yeah. Like, people are so mean and horrible there. Like, Amy Schumer yeah. has, like, talked about it. Demi Lovato's talked about yeah. it. Yeah. Demi Lovato said she would never go again. Yeah. Even Gwyneth, Gwyneth Paltrow said that it's, like, a parade of jerks. Whoa. And she's really? And, like, Gwyneth Paltrow's, like... I thought that Gwyneth Paltrow is the jerk. Yeah. I'm like, sorry, Gwyneth. if you're, like, getting out jerked by Gwyneth Paltrow, yeah. like... Yeah. Yeah. Yikes. So. See, like, that's more... I'd be... I, I would want... I want to know, like more about like because like you can't have your phones in yeah there. you can't have your phones apparently like that i think it was like in 2019 when like kendall kylie and Haley beaver baldwin and like travis scott all of them were like smoking cigarettes and weed in the bathroom oh my god and like took that those photos yeah, in yeah, there. yeah photo. like yeah, apparently yeah. like they got like reamed out by vogue because of what they snuck their phones in oh my god but like what does that even mean like they still got invited back i don't know what does it mean to get reamed out by vogue? yeah i don't know like maybe one day i'll know maybe one day but um 
yeah, you're not supposed to have phones in. Like, that's foreboding. And, like, yeah. that's also the other thing is, like, Vogue is the only media outlet that has cameras inside the Met Gala because they're the ones throwing it on. Yeah. So they have access all the to all the exclusive pictures. Yeah. yeah. It's, like, and then, like, the Met Gala, like, makes, like, the last one made $15 million. Jesus. In one night. In one night. And, like, just for comparison, like, the New York Ballet well, like maybe reaming, maybe reaming out is, like, you, you need to pay like a fee like i don't know like make a donation yeah make right a donation. yeah know. right but just for comparison the new york ballet uh gala raises like two million a night oh my god so it's like yeah pennies mm-hmm. oh my god um okay so who else was there i saw alexandria aoc yes she AOC was there, which I thought was weird. She was the yeah. only outfit that I had an actual like visceral response. I have to. a visceral response and reaction to her being there in the first place. Uh, she, her dress said tax the rich. Mm-hmm. You are supposed to be a civil servant. Mm-hmm. You're not supposed to be going to fashion parties that cost $30,000 a head. I would say that I don't think it's strange for like a civil servant to go. I think a civil servant with her politics. With her. Yes. Yes. Like it's the antithesis to what she talks about. Yeah. And you showing up with just some dress that says tax the rich. Like that means anything. It doesn't mean anything. Well, you shouldn't be there. She would, cl- what, what she would say back to you, because she what has she responded say? to people who are criticizing her for attending. Please, I would love to hear this. Her designer was Aurora James, who is uh, a black woman immigrant designer who focuses on sustainable fashion, cool. which is awesome. Um, but you go to events. I'm not saying you can't go to events. 100%. But she's kind of like, and then we work together to kick open the doors at the Met. I'm reading from her Dara, Instagram. No. The time is now for child care, health care, and climate action for all. Tax the rich. And yeah, so before anyone starts wilding, wilding out, NYC elected officials are regularly invited to attend and to attend the Met. Due to our responsibilities in overseeing our city's cultural institutions that serve the public. She's full of She's shit. She's so full of shit. I was one of several open... in attendance. Dresses borrowed. Like, okay, we didn't think you like own well, that. No one dress. owns any of their dresses. Right. Like, they're all like, borrowed. What are you talking AOC, about? No one is. Oh, exactly. Like, so another like dog whistle, yeah. like virtue signaling that makes no sense. Like, of course your dress is rented, you idiot. You didn't You're kick at the mat. Any doors. Yeah, you're right. I'm sure. Uh, NYC politicians are invited. I actually know that Bill de Blasio has been invited repeatedly. Mm -hmm. And this is the first year he went because he's leaving office. And if Bill de Blasio has a better sense of how optics look, I'm not saying it's his morals because I think he's... No, because I think it's scummy that he's going this year. Yeah. Because it's like... If but at least you, you he, were just not going because you were scared of the criticism. Right. But at least he was aware of the criticism. Yeah. At least he's aware that it looks crazy. Yeah. Because it's like sh- such a party of opulence and wealth and decadence. It's like, yeah. it's not just a normal museum fundraiser for you yeah. to try and equate it as such. It's like, you know, you know, you're splitting yeah, you know, it's like and it, saying it, that like you're in charge of like the cultural institution of New York as a civil servant. Like, of course you are. We want you to keep museums clean and parks clean and all of that. You know that, but you saying it to explain your attendance at the Met Gala is so disingenuous. Yeah. It's so, you know, that's not what that is. That's not, this is not that. That's not that. And this is not that. No. Yeah. So just like be real with it. And like, she posted her Insta story, uh, that there was a surge in people looking up and discussing our fucked up tax code and how we can fix it so we can fund child care, health care, climate action, and student loan forgiveness for all. At Aurora Jane understood the assignment. Oh, my God. Well, then using internet lingo. Internet lingo. Oh, using internet and it's lingo. just like, ALC, like, it's like, this is part of the criticism you get is that you're not a politician, but a celebrity who's more interested in being famous than actually 
doing real change and now you're making your toughest critics look legitimate yeah i don't discount the work that she does she does but i just think that like when you are on the cover of vanity fair she was when you are doing like the rolling stone cover as you are these are all huge things that like the biggest celebrities don't do and you're only a congresswoman from the new york 14th district that has an individual median income of three thousand thirty thousand thirty thousand four hundred sixty eight dollars wow so basically the price of 20% of the children living in her district live below the poverty line. Wow. And she took a $30,000 ticket to go to a party. $35,000. $35,000. The ticket costs more than what the average person in her district makes. Wow. A year. Yeah. For one night. So how does she explain that away? Like, you can't tell me that makes sense. Yeah. You can't tell me that you can have your cake and eat it, too. Yeah, because... Because at the end of the day... Mm-hmm. Elected officials, congressmen and women and senators have way, way, way too much power yeah. and way too much access to entities that work against the interests of the average person. Mm-hmm. And when you're you cannot tell me when you're rubbing shoulders at the parties, the exact same people that you accuse of hurting your cons- yeah. constituents, you're rubbing shoulders with them and popping champagne. You can't tell me that you were in that room to disrupt the system. Right. So that's not how it works. No, you, it's not. Anna Winter did not invite you to disrupt the system. So don't tell me that's what you were doing there. Exactly. Like, I'd rather you just like go like you should have like just taken the Elaine Wentworth route and been a journalist at Vogue if you wanted to be this like like Instagram politics girl. Yeah. Like, I'm not trying to discount like everything she's doing and like just say that that's what she's doing. But you guys, these are big things, I think. Yeah. Attending the Met Gala, the Vanity Fair. Those are big things. This is only the start of her career. Like. Like going forward, like it's just gonna be more of this. I th- exactly, exactly. Like that's how I think of it. It's like it's only gonna become more, and as you get older and become more and more enveloped in this system and culture, yeah. Of like you're only gonna be- turn into Nancy Pelosi, right? Oh my god! Like that's just like you're yeah. only gonna get more access. It's not gonna get like mm-hmm less and th- and then you're gonna get more money and you're gonna get more wealth and then your desire to tax the rich is going to get decrease. less, less, less yeah. so. when your like, proximity to them gets closer you, and closer like and closer. you should be smart enough to know that you can't get close to these people that once you right. get a taste of the champagne you're just gonna want more but to end it to be naive, I mean, I don't think she is naive. I think we're seeing what she truly, what her priorities are. Yeah. She enjoys the limelight. Yes. I'm not saying I wouldn't, but you've got to, like, that's not why you were supposed to be signing up for this job. That's not it's why a civil sh- servant job. Yeah. This is, like, I can't, like, we, like, the way that we look at even obama yeah. was problematic but yeah. i'm saying like of course like it makes more sense like that's the president like, yes but like like she's just a congresswoman like there's like 300 of them they yeah. all like like she is just from new york so it's more glamorous of a district mm-hmm. of course more media attention yeah. but she's like really supposed to be like helping like people average yeah. people get and like i just don't see how that happens at the met gala yeah i don't see i i don't i don't think she was getting any bills passed um by going to the met gala no 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 and like they're struggling to get the infrastructure passed now because that asshole senator from west virginia who's like not really a democrat or is really democrat because democrats suck too yeah and now I'm just ranting about politics. Isn't going to pass no, it. And yeah. it's like, that's not getting passed through. Right. And it's like, and a lot of. But Texas is, you know, I mean, Nick, yeah, now we're getting off. But it's just like, you should be working. But whatever. Like, we've been talking, like, I digress. Like, AOC, she wore a dress that says tax rich at the Met Gala. It's antithesis to everything she talks about. It was gross. And I don't know how she thinks she can even explain it, begin to explain it away. But. On to better people that mm-hmm. we do love always. I'll never find a single problem with her ever. Rihanna. Rihanna. 
hosted the Met Gala after party showed up at 2.30 a.m. Oh, my God. Amazing. Uh, Everyone knew she was going to be late. Uh, That happened. But she did go to the, like, red carpet. Oh, yeah. yeah, I saw her on the red carpet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 She just showed up to the after party, not till 2.30 Was ASAP at the, um, like, did he walk the red carpet with her? Yeah. Okay. Because at the red carpet, we got to see other couples. Mm-hmm. Ben Affleck met J-Lo there. He didn't walk the red carpet with her, but he right. met her inside the party. Inside the party. Yeah. Channing Tatum met Zoe there. Yeah. Um, in an ill-fitted suit, I thought, oh, in I my opinion. Uh, then they probably rode their bikes across the bridge back over to Brooklyn. Probably. What do you think? Yeah, probably. Um, Sh- other couples, Sean Mendez and Camila Cabello. Sean Mendez doing this like Harry Styles cosplay that it was he's so ill fitting. Yeah, like, I don't mind. Like I don't like. I know that like he is ripping off Harry Styles and like Harry Styles wore something be similar at the Grammys. Yeah. However, I don't think that an open leather jacket is that original that Sean Mendes can't wear it at the Met Gala. However, the jacket and the pants were so ill fitting that it's like if you're gonna follow Harry Styles, who is yeah. like. His garments are so to his right. exact <laughs> specifications. Yeah. They're so well made and so mm-hmm. beautifully made to fit his body. Yeah. In that fucking like Coles reject suit. Like yeah. you can't. Why? I agree that Why? like, yes, wearing a open, wearing a leather jacket with no shirt underneath isn't the most original. Although I would say it's pretty specific. Yeah, I would say that. Yeah. And it's more so that like they're obviously contemporaries. Yes. They're talked about often in the same conversation. Harry wore it not even a year ago. Yeah. And also it's like the first time where he's done stuff that looked like hair. Like he literally just put out a music video that looks like a total ripoff of Harry Styles' golden video. Yeah. He wore a white, uh, suit on to the vmas the day before the met gala they look like another suit that harry styles wore you know he's painting his nails like again i don't think that harry styles is original for painting his nails or brave or anything but nor is his style that particularly original he's obviously like you know he has inspirations like Mick Jagger and david bowie but those people that he's that he's was copying and kind of making his own now or 30, 40 years ago, not a year ago. And they're not his contemporaries. Like what he's doing is a kind of original for right now. Like he is the only one doing it. And now these other boys, a lot of male rappers are addressing like Harry Styles too. And we're doing it like in 2012. That's true. Yeah. I mean, talking about young thug wearing a dress. I mean, or like Lil Nas. Yeah, yeah Lil Nas X is his contemporary too. I think Lil Nas Kanye X is, was wearing skirts. Kid Cudi was wearing skirts. It's not. Oh, I'm not even talking about the skirts. Like yeah. I, okay, I, but that's, he also does a lot of. I'm talking more about the suits. Yeah, that's, I hear what you're saying about the suits. The suits. Yeah, that is a specific thing that he's doing, and I think Lil Nas X and him both do a similar thing, but in a different way. Where yes. I never think either one is like. Like trying to beat, like trying to beat yeah. the other one. I just not that Sean Mendes isn't copying off of Harry Styles. I believe he is, but I just want to overstate Harry Styles' originality because I don't find him original. At I all. D- I think what he's doing right now is specific to him. Yes, and okay. that a lot of these other boys who are in the conversation with him, Justin Bieber, Sean Mendes, mm-hmm. Charlie, are Pooh, trying to find Jonas a look as distinctive as Harry. Yes, yes, exactly, and they can't, yes. so they just. Copy him. Copy That him. is totally fair. Yes. Like, that's all I'm saying is that, like, he's right, doing sister? a specific thing. Yes. You're right. It may not be original, but it's specific. Yes. I totally get what you're saying. As, like, it has been, that look has been happening for a long time, but yeah. it had been set down for a while. Yeah. And he was the first person to pick, pick it, it up, up again. Yeah. I agree with that. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Especially because he favors Mick Jack- like he also naturally favors those people and like yeah. his look and his like the way he leans like so Sean Mendez like when yeah. he does that whole like Mick Jagger thing it looks even more copycat because like 
It does hairy. Fit. It's a little bit more natural. Exactly. That's the other thing. It also doesn't look natural on Sean. So it's yeah. like, what are you like doing? Harry is British. Yeah. You know, so he's got yeah. that going he's got that for whole him. thing going for yeah. him. And yeah. And he's a bit more mysterious, even yeah. having been in one direction. Like, yeah. Sean Mendes. And like, you can actually no, kind of see mysterious. his style evolution of where, I, where he got to. Yeah. Whereas like the Sean Mendes thing is just like, He's always just been t-shirt and a jeans. Yeah. He's more Americana. Like yeah. he wore anything he to maybe like pick that. up Bruce Springsteen's look. That he's would got be the cute. butt for it. Oh, he yeah. does have the butt for it. Yeah, and he's got the shoulders for that rolled up t-shirt. Yeah. You know? He's just yeah. like, yeah, all you have to do is copy like another old white guy. Like yeah. there's plenty of them out there. Plenty of old white guys out there. Yeah. I agree. But like the thing is that like that's indicative of who Sean Mendes and Camila Cabello yeah. are as a couple. They just don't quite ever hit the mark. Yeah. Ever. Ever. Like Sean for me sometimes gets it a lot closer than Camilla Agreed. does. Yeah. And if anything, I think Camilla kind of brings down Sean's average because she, she d- does. She can't. Red carpets are hard. They're very hard. You know, I think you can be a very stylish on the street girl and could really fumble on a red carpet. Uh It's hard to command. It's hard to understand the mm -hmm. dress. It's why J-Lo spends two hours in the mirror looking at every single angle because you got to know your angles. Oh, my gosh. That's what it takes. That's what what it takes takes. to look good on the red carpet. It really does. Which is psycho, but true. But, like, Camilla never really has, like, well-made dresses. No. They never really no. fit her properly. They don't. It's really the tailor fault. I blame the tailor. Yeah. Um, the hair Her stylist clearly doesn't fuck with her. No. She can't pose for her to save her freaking life. The makeup, the hair. The, it's, the camera is always a little too her. shiny. The face is always a little too greasy. The camera You're, doesn't love her. The camera doesn't love her. And you know what? It's not because I don't think that she doesn't have like that it thing. Yeah. Because I think at one time she did. Yeah. Like back when she was in Fifth Harmony, like and she was clearly going to be the breakout one. I thought I was like, oh, I can kind of see why she's going to be the breakout one. She looks like she does have a little bit of like a attitude and like she knows she's like that bitch and i just feel like that is all gone it's all gone it's and all i don't know and now away. i'm like i don't i'm now i'm like what was i seeing yeah it was like was that just marketing was i tricked or i thought that sean and you know what just speaking of sean like also missing the mark he looked better when he came to the Met gala with Haley. Yeah, he did. <laughs> you know, a little bit more put together. They always look disheveled and not yeah, in a good way. Not do. in like the Cade Moss, Johnny Depp way. They just don't fit. Yeah, but they all, yeah, they don't fit. But then we got to take care of Camilla as an individual too. Because she's flailing as well. She's really flailing. You know, the Cinderella thing. Like, oh, oh Lord. We got into that. We don't need to go into that again. We did get into that. Yeah. Did we talk about it fully? Yeah, okay. we did. We did. <laughs> we don't need to go back down there. Okay. Uh, it was not a it was not a thumbs up from us. But all in all, I feel like the Met Gala's red carpet has been the same for like the past like few yeah. years. Yeah. Like I feel like the staples are there, like Kim, Riri, Kendall. Mm, it's always gonna be Kiki people. Palmer was there. Apparently we that was her first one. She oh was really God. cute. Tracy Ellis Ross was there. Gabrielle cute. Union was there. I mean, yeah. a lot of people. Yeah, lots of people lots of you people. like and maybe some people you don't like. But it's always just going to be people who are popular in the moment. Yeah. And it may have, it probably has, n- it doesn't have anything to do with fashion. No. Or the mat. No. Or Vogue. No. Whatever. It's just a party. Yeah, who knows? One day, you and maybe me? Maybe we'll see you there. Maybe. Maybe we'll we'll start sipping, sipping the champagne and uh, we won't be criticizing celebrities anymore. Ugh, a girl can dream. Okay, thanks for listening to another episode of We Might Be Overthinking This, but I'm your host, Alia. I'm your other host, Dara. Don't forget to rate, review, review subscribe, follow us on Instagram, follow us on TikTok. Oh my god, we just posted another video on TikTok, so go like it. Congratulations, Brittany. Oh yeah, congrats, Brittany. She's engaged. And she's about to be free. Bye. Bye. Shit you doing? Yeah, that's just shit you doing.
And I'ma go and get some pips for them. A couple formulas, little pretty lids on them. If I had a dick, I would pull it out and piss on them. Let me shake it off. I just signed a couple deals, I might break you off. And we ain't making up, I don't need a mediator. Just let them bums blow steam. Radiator. That was a earthquake, baby. You felt the ground shake, right? Yeah, Stone is flawless. F1. I keep shooters up top in the F1. A lot of bad bitches begging me to F1. But I'ma eat them rat bitches when the chef come. Throw some fresh ones. More talent in my motherfucking left thumb. She ain't a Nikki fan, then the bitch deaf dumb. You ain't my son, you my motherfucking stepson. All these bitches is my sons, and I ain't talking about Phoenix. Bitch, I get money, so I do's what I pleases. I live where the motherfucking pools and the trees is. Broke bitches so crusty, disgust me. Gator bitch a ride, got the continental dusty. Trust me, I keep a couple hundred in the duffy. Couple wet wipes, case a bum try to touch me. Ew. I'm, 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 I'm the Terminator. Bitch talk slick, I'ma have to terminate her. These little nappy-headed hoes need a permanator. You, you, you my seed, I spray you with the germinator. Move back, bugs. Matter of fact, you know the queen could use a back rub. If you could turn back time, share. You used to be here, now you're gone. Near. You nappy-headed, son of bitches. I'm a stock-throwing. Shut the fuck up. Ask your head. I'ma get the kid version. Put, 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 put,